0: Because you are two people literally trying to become one. Like, when you get married, you become one. That's what it
1: is. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. We're super excited to have you guys back. I'm Drew. I'm Tony. I'm Dean.
0: And it's Becca back again.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit different. Last time we had Becca on the show, we talked about her trip through, uh, through life with Chick-fil-A in high school and, like, all the good stuff. But today... A little bit more interesting, Becca was married at 19, which is something you don't hear very often, especially in America. So we're, <laughs> we're going to touch on that today. In the West, honestly, yeah, like in the, West, yeah, in the Western world. Western yeah. region, yeah, yeah, especially yep. in America, though. Especially Smart. with social media these days, too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to imagine people married at 19.
0: Yeah, you don't right. see it a lot.
1: So we just, yeah, we're just going to talk about that today. and just want to get your insight on it because, I mean, you're trip with relationships is different from most other people yeah, including like, myself right. and yeah honestly a lot of people i yeah. i've been with my girlfriend for almost three years now and i could not imagine getting married <laughs> i'm too young for that so right um i want to hear you know we all want to hear your thought process and like how it all unfolded
2: especially since most relationships end as quickly as they do yeah, yeah. they had so, the life of a fruit fly generally pretty much <laughs> right. and you said you were <laughs> Married for two years, but you dated for two years
1: before that. Four years total. Yeah. So let's start. Yeah. Let's start total. at the at the very, very, very beginning. Briefly, how'd you meet her? Husband's name is Brayden. For context, oh, this how'd is you a meet Brayden? Great Braden? story. How'd you meet him?
0: So, um, the last episode I talked about, you know, working for Chick Fil A. So, you can guess where I met him at Chick Fil A. Yep. So the story is, um, I was actually working, um, at the window, you know, handing out food and drinks, um, to the cars and. Um, lo and behold, this handsome young man pulls up.
1: Absolute stud. You know who you are.
0: <laughs> and he ordered so many drinks. And these people really annoy me sometimes, you know, because it's just like a lot of desserts and it puts us on hold. And he ordered it because his siblings were in the car, too. And he was, you know, giving it to his siblings and his family. So he had a lot of drinks. And I'm like, oh, who is this person? But he turned out to be cute. So I was like, oh, maybe it's OK. <laughs> so <laughs> he's waiting at the window for a little bit for his drinks and everyone just starts talking to him like they know him and i'm like oh does he like go to your guys' school like i want to know and they're like no you idiot like that's the owner's nephew <laughs> and he works here and i look at him and he looks at me and he just like laughs and i'm like red i'm like embarrassed i'm like i feel like i should have known
1: <laughs> <Pain>. that <laughs> you know, i was like well Pain. there goes
0: my shot <laughs> it's like
1: in the mud <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but finding out that um he worked there was oh that was good So um, that was like the first time our like real interaction Brayden from his point of view I've asked him before and he was like yeah I saw you through the window I thought you were cute and like you know it was like okay that's not as interesting as my version. (laughs) So then later um, he's actually working on shift and I am working as well and I find out he's going on break so my strategic little self Uh asks my team lead and I'm like hey can I go on break now? (laughs) because I still need it and she's like you're only going because Braden's going and I'm like yeah
1: well yeah you knew here <laughs>
0: yeah I was like duh and so you know that is kind of how it happened he went on break I went on break I got his snap yeah I know it kind of sounds lame but I got a snap and we started snapchatting and that's the story Let's go.
1: that's <laughs>
2: funny we make fun of snapchatting Probably a few times we, oh, yeah. amongst ourselves. I know. It
0: almost sounds stupid, but, you know. But if
2: it works, it I mean, works. good things can't happen out of it. You know,
0: streaks, yeah, you know, daily yeah. <laughs> talking.
1: Yes, daily talking. Streaks are a dying currency. Yeah, they're yeah. they're dead now. <laughs> um, but that is amazing that you were able to connect with somebody in real life in the year of what, 2019? Or 2018? Um, what was it?
0: N- we met in 2017. Okay,
1: 2017. Yeah. Because, you know, nowadays... We've talked about this before on the podcast with just Tinder and Bumble and all these online platforms. You sometimes it makes it seem like those are the that's the only way to meet people these days. Right. But in reality, um, long lasting relationships and quality people are outside of those apps. So you're just you're here to prove it with yeah. getting yeah. married at such a young age. Um, you see a lot of you scroll, t- and I'm just going to allude to social media whole lot. That's where a lot of this conversation is going to come from. You see a lot of people um, as you scroll. Talking about how love is dead, relationships are dead. Well, it's only dead if we decide it is. Mm. So why would why are we deciding relationships are dead all the time? Why don't you delete that app? Why don't you go out there and why don't you make, go make human connections? Right? Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong at all. No. I mean, to be
2: honest, it's kind of funny. There's two sides of the social media relationship thing. There's mm. the I'm fighting demons in the gym, love <laughs> is dead, and all that shazam. And then there's the other side, which is you know we're the perfect couple. We right. do this, this, and this. Never and fight. Right, nothing. the never fight thing. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of real tainted views on actual love, actual relationships, mm-hmm. what the real world is like, and tainted not this. Love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this little soft sell. going, all right. Yeah, it,
1: what the real world is like in comparison to what is yeah. make-believe. Yep, yep. It makes it seem like you'll never find a quality relationship where your partner's not going to be behind your back all the time and all this stuff. Like, it's mm. a really slippery slope on social media. Right. If you're... If you if the algorithm starts pushing relationship content towards you, it's a slippery slope, and it could really put you down in the dumps. Yeah, it can, you, you need right. to watch your consumption. Now, Becca, I'm just curious. I come from a standpoint where I've been dating for almost three years, but not married. So, um, from what Dean and I have seen, uh, Tony doesn't see Becca as much, but <laughs> Dean and I are around Becca more. And from what we see, your relationship with Braden seems pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Like you guys don't you guys have a great dynamic when you're together. You're never fighting. You're never like yeah. not talking to each other. So, I guess my question to you would be in your eyes, what is the most important quality of a relationship that keeps you guys from fighting? Like, you're going to fight in a relationship, it's going to happen, but yeah. from constant useless arguments and like just. What, what keeps you guys happy? Yeah, ha- having Ooh. a good dynamic together. And that
0: is a whole bundle of a question i feel like
1: yeah well um, it's a lot but it's definitely a question worth only, asking you I can don't, only answer it in right. one sentence so go. i'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> i don't know if uh, i can. time could, starts now
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i could honestly put like a like a, a sentence like some, one
1: some of the things one the thing things. that would like yeah
0: you know but something that has helped i feel like and i feel like this actually would help in any relationship that you will have is figuring out somebody's love language and, I agree, and how agree. they like function so you can actually do this in the workplace as well um but you know something that was bothering me and brayden and we actually do fight <laughs> not as much anymore because we've learned um right. obviously but when we were dating um people will tell you like we fought all of the time and it was like
1: so yeah. much because we're growing up together yeah and, and so we, we
0: that's we were growing up together and then yeah. learning finally like hey you know i read the book on um the five different love languages, and I was like, "Braden, like, we really need to figure this out because I feel like this is what's stopping us from getting better." Yeah. And so, you know, we took a little quiz, and I found out what my love language is, which um, is, you know, acts of service. So, you know, people bringing me coffee. Or um, doing the dishes for me. So little surprises. Yeah, like vacuuming. Like stuff like that is for me. Specifically actions.
1: So for you, if your partner does not get comfortable and continues to treat you like they treated you the first week, like doing little little things and those things add up, Mm. that's your love language. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like literally actions speak louder than words for me. So if Brayden is like, oh, I love you. I'm like, oh, thanks. Show it. Yes. (laughs) Please show it. Because that's my love language. And not everyone's like that. Him, he's actually the... Almost the opposite his is words of affirmation so i need to make sure that i am like uplifting him and telling him that i love him and like writing a letter for him is like a lot like means a oh, lot yeah. to him oh, really? oh, yeah. i would
1: have to agree i I'm would kind have of to- like that i like i always say actions speak louder than words but also like brayden i like to hear that stuff because mm. then like if you don't hear it for a while you start to doubt it mm. and then like yeah, on top of that like if they're not giving you anything either so it's like a real big guessing game it gets really stressful I'm with Braden on that. I need to hear those, like, those words. I highly them. recommend yeah. the taking rad- the test. The like, random little crafts, <laughs> just the little letters, the notes they write. Like, um, a few weeks ago, Ashley, she sent me, um, I, was, I was I was at work, and I went out to my car. She parked next to me, and she had a little note on my windshield that said, I hope you have a great shift. I love Aww. you with my favorite candy. Yeah, really? I noticed so, on like,
0: your laptop, too, you yeah. have a sticky note yeah. from yeah, her. And, and that's that's that actually
1: true. She got me Moe's the one day because I said I was, like, starving at work, and I came home to Moe's on my counter and that was the note she left. So I'm like, I'm putting it on my computer <laughs> so I can read that every time I open it. Aww. So like that kind of stuff is I'm with Braden. Like that's kind of how I I get it. So I, I understand that 100%. Yeah. I feel like more men are like that too. I feel like most men kind well, of I, fall under that category. I could definitely see that those little like pick me up kind of things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just right. to kind of remind you that you're still there. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're in a relationship where let's just say the person's going behind your back, they're not going to do things like that for you. But if you're in a healthy relationship and they're doing little things like that, that stuff adds up for sure. It means the world. I, yeah. I love, um, I don't listen to it very often, but the Blink 182 song, and all the small things where he says, oh, yeah. she <laughs> left me roses by the stairs, surprises, let me know she cares. Aww. I actually, I've told that to Ashley before. I'm like, that is how, that's the way to my heart. Just leave <laughs> me roses yeah. by the stairs. She actually did leave me roses by the stairs once. Really? It was super really? nice, yeah. But those things right there, like, Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So aside from that, are there any other elements in your cause you're married now? That's mm-hmm. that's a commitment. So what yeah. what kind of made you decide that Braden's the guy I want to be with? Was it trust? Was it communication? Like I'm sure it's all those things combined, but what was like the most important thing to you when he got down on one knee and it, all that all those thoughts going through your head, like what made you say yes?
0: Um, wow. Um, it's a big question I know. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But honestly, you know, Talking to somebody and, like, so I guess I should back up. Um, Brayden and I, we talked for, like, seven months before we actually committed to dating each other. And that is because we both had this understanding that if we date, we want to date to not have heartbreak. So meaning I'm dating you. Amen. So I can marry you, hopefully. Yes. If
2: everything I works think out. That is a Man. goal
1: that more people should look into yeah. when dating. It's I fun. feel like that's more like how traditional relationships are. And it's that, funny you say. That. I talked to Ashley for ten months before we started dating. Ten See? months. That's a long <laughs> yeah. time. So people are like, you know, yeah. talk to him for two weeks, and then I'm like, and then they're in it. You barely even know their name at that point. And <laughs> yeah. then
0: what happens?
1: They always break up. They break and up. So that's not my grandparents. They they dated for two weeks. And then they got married, and they've been married like over fifty years. Wow! So there's exceptions to the rule, right? They do well, bicker yeah. a lot, but they do <laughs> they do bicker a lot. But for the most part, they are happy. Well, they married. stayed together. They yeah. stayed together for over fifty years. Yeah. So, continue. but I
0: highly recommend like figuring out like what you guys what people believe in. That you know, like if somebody wants to date for fun, and the other person also wants to date for fun, they don't really care about yeah. the heartbreak at the end then they could probably date. Like, that's what they're looking into, but that's not where we stood. We, mm-hmm. I didn't want to have my heart broken. I had, you know, my heart, quote-unquote, broken by just people that I liked, <laughs> and I didn't even date them. So, <laughs> you were window shopping
1: at that point. <laughs> shopping. So yeah.
0: I didn't want that. I wanted yeah. someone, a Amen. boyfriend, that mm-hmm. I could later call my fiancé and then eventually my husband, yeah. and he the same, the totally the same. Yeah. So that's why he waited seven months to even ask me to be his girlfriend, and at that point... I was like, yes, like he sees me as wifey material.
1: (laughs) I'm kind of the same way though. If I'm talking to somebody and I'm going to date them, it's for commitment. So it takes, I've only committed like once in my entire life. But that's how I – like, I I really wait to settle down. That's just how I am. Um, Whereas I feel like a lot of our generation, they kind of like to date around, which is, you know, if that's where where the current's going, then it is what it is, but I'm kind of the opposite.
2: See, I feel when you're saying, like, date around, you play almost into the hookup culture. Yeah, exactly. There's a big difference between, you know, somebody that you would almost classify as a friends with benefit versus an actual healthy relationship. And I think if you want to pursue that actual healthy relationship – Doing what you did, Becca, and what you did, Drew, is talking to them and being almost friends with them for an extended period of time. Right. Then you know more about them.
1: You actually have that idea this could last. This could go
0: somewhere.
1: As I've said in a previous episode, dating, I always say, is the free trial before the subscription. (laughs) (laughs) So before you subscribe and you pay monthly, you find out, do I like this or not? Right. And like you just said, Becca, seven months, for me, 10 months, like, that's almost like a natural background check. It's like, okay, what am I getting into? Yeah, and it's yeah.
0: fun, too. No, it is. It was yeah, so no, it's fun great. Not being like having him as my boyfriend. I know it sounds weird. I obviously wanted him as my boyfriend, but we yeah. would hang out in groups with people, like yeah. go out and have like actual fun, and I still got to know him yeah. through that. Yeah. And like we became friends first. Right. And yes. then, you know, things progressed. Yeah, and it was I like it like that. It was yeah, great. I, do I highly well. recommend it.
1: Overwhelmingly, though, I feel like the the societal current, I guess you could say, is going towards everything has to move super quick. Mm, like yep. especially yeah. with this whole hookup culture thing, it's like if you don't have her in bed by the second date, you're not an alpha right. male. It's like, yeah. for the love of God, yeah. you know, I don't even know what her last name is yet. I haven't met her dad. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, why 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 <laughs> no. am I inviting her back to my place? You know what I'm saying? I like, do I, know what you're saying. It makes it feel like you're not going fast enough. You know? A
2: lot of people I know think that that, and when they say to me, like I say, I mean, we talk about relationships amongst friends and people. And they say, you know, certain things and it's like, well, that's almost basically being a hookup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you're telling me, well, I'm expecting this, this, and this at this point in time, I'm like, well, that's not really like a healthy relationship. That's no. not a natural progression. The things you've described to me don't seem like you're headed in a direction that's going to end anywhere good. Yeah. And I know that happened to a couple of people and it did end very poorly when they were moving that quick. Uh, yeah. Even like a rebound. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah oh yeah. The, the rebound. rebound's <laughs> deadly.
1: Um, overwhelmingly i feel like i've said it a lot society is just going towards this quick 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 you know i love you in two months hook up after two weeks done yeah, Lo- yeah. relationships yeah, are love dead you
0: too quick oh. i'll never yeah.
1: i'll never find love you know you're scrolling the gym TikToks and it's yeah. like i'll never find love it's like for dude you're 17 you haven't even taken an sat yet people
0: just start dating and they're like i love her and they post about it it's like Wait, didn't yeah. they just start talking? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like, oh, I'll never One find hand. love, love's dead. Dude, you haven't taken the SAT yet, for the love of God. Would you just <laughs> give some time?
2: People say, I love you, but there's actually has to be meaning to it. It shouldn't be something you jump into. It, a is, a, it is, a is a lot. A of people, phrase. Yeah, it is. It really is. And a lot of people, you say that you know within the first week of knowing somebody, uh, you don't even know them. Yeah, you don't know anything about the them. Weight. Right. It doesn't carry it. It doesn't even make sense. No, it's right? like, well you know, we need to take a step back or maybe this just isn't going to work out at all. I yeah, kind right. of have
0: a funny story about that. Um, Brayden and I, obviously it took seven months for us to date and whatever. And I don't remember exactly the timeline, but I know before we actually said, I love you. Cause we were both kind of like waiting to see who it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, we yeah. would send that emoji. That's the, I love you in sign language. You know what I'm talking about? I've actually never seen that.
1: It's know. like, I hey,
0: what? I love I you know. in sign language. It's like, you know, this the rock sign. I guess it looks like that. That's-
1: yeah, that's, that's like the rock But on we side. would send
0: that every single night. Like, good night with that I love you in sign. Oh. But we wouldn't say it until uh. he finally, you know, said it. I was waiting for him to say it first because, you know. Um, but, you know, I think that's kind of cute. Like, that's a memory that I'll yeah. have until I'm old. Like, we, we kept it a little more old school. We kept it classic. And yeah. it was it was a fun time.
1: I remember when we first started dating, Ashley and I, I we didn't get we didn't say I love you we we like when we first started dating we took things slow like we didn't have <laughs> our first kiss until like two and a half months in like yep. we took it slow and I our first I think the first I love you came a month after but before that I remember I was on my front porch and she asked me to do something for her so I don't remember what it was she asked me something and it resulted in her saying thank you whatever my response was she said thank you but she put a blue heart after it oh I was like, my heart was beating. I'm like, What does this mean? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aw um, it's the little things.
1: But um, yeah, I got I got the I love you shortly after that. So I know what you're saying. Like I like Dean was saying before, and Tony too. People are taking these things so fast. And yeah. Like what Tony was saying, I love you is such a heavy phrase. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it is. I'm I'm even yeah. careful about how much I say it because right. if you say it too much, it loses its meaning. Absolutely. So uh-huh. and I I've mentioned that before. Like I don't want to say it to you. All the time, constantly, because then it loses its meaning. So yeah. it's it's a heavy phrase. It means a lot.
2: So I know that you and Braden are living together, right? Yes. In an apartment. So maybe talk about what that's like to move in with somebody you're in a relationship with, because yeah. I mean that's got to bring its whole, you know, obstacles and everything. Different. Just yeah. doing something like that. Yeah. So, I
0: agree. um, a little bit about Brayden and I. Um, we both are Christian in our belief system, so. Um, we kind of did things, um, a little again, differently, obviously, but, um, we didn't want to move in together until we were married. That was just how we were. That's just what we believed in. Um, and like, obviously anybody who else does, who does that, it's like follow your belief system, like whatever Yeah, or Just be consistent you. with right. your beliefs. But that's what we decided. So it wasn't until we were married that we actually moved into the apartment together, Um, So I guess that brings a little bit more of a challenge because I never lived with him before that. But um, we went through the moving together um, to Buffalo before we got married so we went through like such a challenge like him moving away from his family from Nebraska to here was so hard like seeing that for him and even for myself like moving here and kind of us just living with different people until we could get married and move together like that was a super hard challenge and then opening up a brand new store and getting these positions like wow, what a six months that was in my life and his life. So we went through that together. Like he was my rock during that. And I hope that he could say kind of the same thing, similar. Like he fell to me when he needed my help. And so I feel like that for us personally helped us grow together because we already went through something that was really hard, yeah, like emotionally. And then we moved together and it was like we found peace because we finally could be together. Um, And we already went through that, you know. Yeah. that was just what worked for us.
1: Yeah, I think you guys sticking to your belief systems um so rigorously is also what keeps your relationship alive. Yeah. Because you're not exploiting each other. You're going through your belief system and you're going through what you you know, what you all what you believe in and that is a natural preserver to um how you guys feel about each other, I guess, and how you guys live with each other and the health of your relationship.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely helped us foundationally too. Yeah. Um, because maybe maybe if you're not even a Christian, I feel like you need to have Foundations. No,
1: yeah, you need to have a belief in the system. In a relationship, it,
0: yeah. like, you need to know, like, hey, do you want to move in together before we're married? Um, do you want to kiss at the altar or do you want to kiss before that? Like, stuff that you don't really think about, but, like, some people think about. Um, yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff that you should be talking about before you get serious.
1: And that um, boils down to communication. I agree. Correct. Yep. Communication yep. is super yeah. important in relationships. Yep. I will always believe that
0: because you are two people literally trying to become one like when you get married you become one that's what it is yeah and so when you're dating it's almost challenging because you can't be one you're not actually one until no. you're married and I then agree. it's like you're trying to figure it out and that's why i feel like dating is so hard yeah um it really is but
1: dating is hard i think also because of how much quote-unquote, advices out there. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, oh, all these yeah. dating coaches and all this stuff. Dating courses. You know, you, you makes, yeah. it makes it seem, I mean, I know how corny this sounds, but at the end of the day, you literally just have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you start getting into the rabbit hole of, the, of YouTube and these dating coaches, it's like you're going to feel like you're never going to be good enough or you're talking too much or it's, you're going to change who you are for You're for looking
0: what? at advice from the wrong people. Yes. right. So you yeah. need to be looking maybe into yourself and – into your partner or whoever you're talking to. Like you need to be communicating with them, not some random YouTuber that thinks this is the way it goes. Um, Maybe not even your best friend who might not even think the same as you. You really need to figure that out um, by yourselves. You
1: need to figure out if you're taking advice from your single friend for a relationship. Right. It is possible though that you might need to surround yourself
2: with some different people. And I say that because certain people have certain views towards things that it can be completely counterintuitive to what you're looking at. you want to be and you got to be around people that lift you up too so if you're hanging out with your friends and they're shooting you down or they're not they're not confident in themselves they're not confident in you and everyone's kind of wishy-washy versus if you're hanging out with people who are uplifting who are confident who their confidence will actually rub off on you yeah hang out with people like that and then you go and you try to look out and into a dating world, I think you're a lot better prepared. That's than true. if you out attract that with person. Right.
0: They say you are, you become who your friends are. Right. Yeah. 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 And yep. so your friend group is very important, um, especially if you're like ready for another person in your friend group. Like essentially that person becomes yeah. an extension of you.
1: Yeah. Right. That was yeah. my big thing before I started dating. I wanted to have somebody who would be good with my friends. Yeah. So, I mean, I can happily say that that is the case she is she is she's a g she's a she's tight with all of my friends and i'm so happy about that she has like all of their phone numbers they're always talking to each other but i mean i think even just kind of a little off topic i think if your significant other husband whoever is not good with your friends that's a problem yeah that's going to be really unhealthy down the line Mm. yeah what drew just said you got to have that person is an extension of you so they have to enjoy your hobbies, enjoy your friends, but they also have to be apart from you. They have to enjoy themselves. If you can't enjoy yourself, you can't enjoy somebody else. And if you don't enjoy yourself, how could you ever expect somebody to enjoy your company?
2: Mm. Be sure that you actually do want to be in a relationship. Yeah. That you're not just right. looking for a little fling, that you're not just looking because you're lonely. And chances are, if you're lonely, there's probably a different gap in your life that's not yeah. from a relationship. Absolutely. There's something else going on. So make sure that you actually wanna be in a relationship, that you, you're you okay to make the time for it, you're all right to make the sacrifice, because there are sacrifices that have to be made in a relationship. You have mm-hmm. to be prepared, you have to be in a spot to do it. Yep. And that's really yep. important, because if you get into it and all willy-nilly, whatever, you're on the hookup thing or whatever, and you try to get into a relationship, it's not gonna last very long. So you yeah. have to be sure that you're prepared and you're ready to take this on. Yep, I agree.
0: To kind of close it out a little bit, um, Brayden and I, you know, um, being so young, like he literally proposed to me when I was 18. So that was like a year after I graduated. (laughs) And you're like, oh, (laughs) you think about that. He had to save up money for an engagement wing. We had to be like literally mentally prepared for that. And I think what helped was finding out those foundational things about each other, like what we believed and what we wanted to go into, Um, you know, making sure that we were both ready for that. Um, Yep. Yep finding out again those love languages for each other in the relationship it was super helpful yeah and then um talking to each other about our future and our goals and where Mm -hmm. do we see ourselves because if we're doing this we're doing this together so we want to make sure that we're on the same way and i think that's why i did it so early because we i got lucky enough to find somebody who would want to do it with me
1: yeah values and vision drive every decision uh, just wow. to, to, clo- yeah. to close it sure. out here, okay. uh, <laughs> to close it out here, similar to what we did last time, Becca, I just want to ask you, um, what is your best piece, kind of piggyback off of what you just said, your number one piece of advice for the dating world? Because, I mean, you're married at 19. You guys are happy together, it seems. Um, you're doing something right. Hmm. So. What would be your best piece of advice for people who are maybe our age or older, or younger, or whoever, who are in the similar a similar boat?
0: The thing I would say probably for that question, now there's a lot of things that I could say um, yeah. mm-hmm. on top of everything that I just said, you know, foundational and figuring out your love language, I think just growing together. Um, and I learned that definitely going from an 18-year-old to now I'm 21, literally those years are like important yeah. years and Rise we did that together on. and you do that in any relationship. You are not going to be the same person when you're 21 and 31 and 41 and 51. Right. So to keep that relationship alive, to keep it working, grow together and yeah. have that.
1: I agree. I agree. Well, thank you, Becca. Thank Great you for coming advice. on again and, um, recording another episode with Absolutely. us. I know, I know we're goons, but yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm honored to be the first woman on the podcast. That's I know this right. is my second episode, but um, it's very awesome.
1: Love it. Uh, breaking thank the you. glass ceiling. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. I had Becca made me say that. Yes, I did. Like we always say, we are very, very happy. Everybody tunes into this podcast. We appreciate every single one of you guys, every single pair of ears listening to this wonderful broadcast. Um, we do have a Google survey out. If you guys wouldn't mind filling that out, that'd be fantastic. It's like our, uh, the link of it is in our bio. If you don't have it, feel free to DM the Instagram. We will give it to you. Um, That being said, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate all your support. This isn't our path. This is yours too. Thank you.
2: So, of course, if there is something that you guys do want to hear us talk about or if there's somebody that you would like us to interview, we'll be more than happy to answer any of your DMs. Just let us know. Reach out to us. We love hearing your feedback, guys. Yes.
1: Yep. Thank you.
2: Thanks.